0: Today on Parent Time, we talk feelings with Mr. Josh as we discuss his new album, Feelings, on Benny asking people questions. As a parent, and indeed a teacher, it's often hard to find the right content or resources when navigating your way through the inevitable but intensely personal emotional rollercoaster of your child's social development. It's all new ground, and often our providers of help may strike slightly off the mark when trying to share an insight. However, my next guest, both as a parent and a teacher, took it upon himself to rectify the gap he saw in good intention and relevance by releasing the album Feelings, an entire album about feelings. An album as honest as its intended audience and as raw as their emotions themselves. His name is Josh Turner aka Mr. Josh and he joins me all the way from Tacoma, Washington in the US, is that right?
1: That is correct, Mr. (laughs) Josh here.
0: Uh, Welcome Mr. Josh, how are you?
1: I'm doing really well Benny, thanks for having me.
0: Oh it's my pleasure. Um, So just to start off Josh, establishing where you are and where you sit. Um, Here in Australia we seem to be uh, get quite a lot of content from the States in that family genre. So we have the, um, I guess, we Lucky Diaz, we have the Okie Dokie Brothers, Lisa Loeb, that kind of thing. But we don't, or well, at least it seems to me, that we don't seem to get a lot of that early childhood representation, um, which is sort of where you sit, that nought to five age group. So I guess my first question to you is, is the preschool market as heavily supported as uh what the family music seems to be
1: you know it's funny because i don't know if it's just the timing that i got into it or what what's going on but there seems to be a huge boom of um they call it kindy music and uh family music like uh artists who independently um record their own albums and put on their own shows and put it out for families and it's, it's, it's really strange because it's almost, uh, it's almost like, like cool to do that. It's becoming this, it's, it's becoming this new movement. I, I've, I never, and, and that's the thing. I don't know if it's just the timing I got into it and then I just realized it was happening or, um, or if it's always been that way, but, but yeah, it's, I mean, kids, kids artists are, are really uh, supported and it might just be a Northwest thing. I don't. I don't know. There's. There's a. There's a lot of. Uh, a lot of kids artists that come from the northwest, and uh, yeah, we're we're very well supported. It's a good place to be if you're going to be a kindy artist.
0: Yeah, great. That's excellent. Um, Over here in Australia, it's become quite popular of late for particularly musicians that have grown up and started having their own children. They are starting to write music themselves and it's been producing really wonderful music. But what it's also been doing is is spawned a bunch of artists that are also, I guess, necessarily appealing to parents as well, which, you know, is great because parents also need to listen to that stuff over and over again. But where you are different, where you stand out Is, is the thing I think is, is often overlooked And what I get from your music is When I listen to your songs I get, I get the impression you are looking straight into the eye of a child And talking directly to them It's a very intensely personal album And very relatable to children um, How did this album actually come about? Like where, where, did, it, where did it begin?
1: Yeah yeah and I think that was a that was a really strong point of what you said that it does come down to seeing the eye of the child because the album came from um I got hired on as a preschool teacher and I have a strong music background I went to two music schools and for two different instruments and um and I was I was really just needing to um to get get a part-time job and I found this preschool Uh, music job so I thought okay well I got you know I know how to play music so let's see let's see how this goes and I went in and um, and the kids really connected with me and um, and then it came down to the school had a curriculum and they wanted each month they wanted to do a new feeling and uh, the first month they said okay this this feeling is sad so let's let's bring in a song about sad and i looked online and this was back in 2013 and and i didn't find anything that was really directly associated with feeling sad and so i thought uh-oh and then i thought well i got to bring in something so i ended up writing what is now the sad song on the feelings uh album and uh and i i brought that in and the kids really responded to it and and then the next month, it was the same thing, you know, they had a feeling and there wasn't much content. And going off of what you said, those songs were were literally directed from what I saw around me with kids. I used what I, the content I used to write the song was what I saw the kids doing, how they handled things, and maybe just putting my different perspective on how, how they could um, soothe themselves in situations or how it's okay to feel that way and and how 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 help them explore the feeling but the the most important piece of that is that they were my muse the songs the songs came together because of what i saw through them feelings, feelings. and this one's called sad
0: Uh, one thing I wanted to mention about that is—is is there's a, there's this sense I get from your album where uh, this, which I think only a teacher would have sort of come up with, is this sense of malleability. Like each song, um, particularly the sad one, like I imagine you sitting down in front of a classroom and just playing these songs and just adding verses as each child gives a suggestion um and you know in some senses that the the song could go for you know an hour until everyone's had their say and I kind of get the sense that that's how these things have been created that you've been sitting in the classroom and you have been strumming these out and getting the kids input is that Kind of a fair uh, statement to make about the creating of these songs, or, or was that the initial intention?
1: Well, it's it's funny because, uh, no, well, no and yes. I'll I'll give you the no first. the The no was I had to have the song prepared for when the kids came into the class. So I took things from what I saw with the kids, um, but then once the song was introduced, I did exactly what you're saying like the songs are pretty much designed to go on verse after verse after verse and being a preschool teacher now i do that and i'll i'll sit there and i'll i'll improvise something because i can't explain it but at at being in a room full of children they give you this this inspiration to where ideas come so quickly this stream of of thought just comes so quickly and I, we could go on for forever just doing this new content you know like for example like um you know like the sad song like like um feelings i see jonah feel sad but we love him he's our good friend you know something like that and it can just morph into this thing and then the hilarious part is that the kids know the song so well that they'll Look yeah. me directly in the eye and say, that's not how it goes <laughs> because they, <laughs> yeah, it, right, it's in their brain. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Well, you know, look again, there's, there's another aspect to the music that she, to your songs, which I think only a teacher would have come up with. Is there's this thing in like early childhood where in order to help a child, I guess, deal with emotions, you sort of start back at the concept of identifying the emotion and um, So it's about knowing where to start from, which is essentially what this whole album is about. I mean, a really great example is in your Embarrassed song where it says, and I might have this wrong, it says, um, I'm not... um I'm not angry I might be angry I might be scared no it just turns out I'm embarrassed um
1: oh yeah yeah thought I was mad thought I was sad but I really was just embarrassed
0: yeah exactly and and one of the aspects about that in particular that line which which goes throughout the whole album is this idea of not necessarily providing the child with an answer or any words of wisdom but really just go okay stop what is this emotion you're feeling how are you now going to Deal with that once you identify it. Is this something that kind of came reasonably naturally to you, or is this as a result of teaching?
1: You know, the the funny thing is, is this particular album is a snapshot in time. Sure. There was no thought, deep thought around it. <laughs> there, like the All songs, right, excellent. The, the, really, the songs were were written. In about, you know, f- between five minutes and never more than 45 minutes. And I don't know how they came, sure. but they came. And um, and yeah, so it's like, I thought I, I, so for example, the Embarrassed song, looking back on that, you know, there's a lot, like if, if you do something that, that's embarrassing, there's a lot of emotions that are surging through you. And for a child, having this, the, the experience be new to them, they're, they're trying to figure out what's going on here, you know? And, like, sometimes you feel, you know, mad or sometimes you feel sad. But what's this thing that I can't identify? And it's like, well, it may not be mad, it may not be sad, but it could be embarrassed. Today I was walking like a big, big kid. I felt so good walking on my own. But then I went flop right on my tushy and I didn't know what to do. I thought I was mad. I thought I was sad, but I really was just embarrassed.
0: I want to talk about your lyrics um, briefly because there's something there's something incredibly simple about your lyrics, and I and I certainly don't mean simplistic. But what I mean is like a lot of other musicians, just quite naturally when they go to write a song, they sort of start becoming, you know, look for ways of being poetic and look for ways to be metaphoric and things like that. And, and it's great and it's great to provide children with things like that. But what I found when I listened to your album uh, for the first, thing, first time, what really struck me was this idea of you really are talking a child's language like it really um, for the lack of a better term it's like real kids speak you are actually using the same kind of lang- linguistic context that a child may actually use and that's a real compliment to you and the songwriting again when you're trying to fill an album and you and you personally Mr Josh are using this kind of kid speak um you know, and A, I'm kind of hoping I'm not offending you. No, um, not at all. I, I get it. B, is this, again, just intrinsically you as a teacher? Or, sorry, is this intrinsically you as just a person? Or is this experience from being a teacher?
1: Well, that that's a really good question because I've, I've found that Being a teacher, like I started as a uh, music teacher, and I moved into being a lead teacher, and I've Mm -hmm. been very, I've been so, so blessed to be as fortunate as I have been to be successful as a uh, preschool teacher. And I think huge part of that is that a kid can walk into the classroom and they can meet me for the first time, and I can bring out a piece of me, and it's not being inauthentic. It's just a piece of me that can. Connect with them, so like if a, if a if somebody's coming in feeling shy, I can look at them and say, say hey, you know, yeah, I, I feel shy sometimes. You and, and I feel shy when, you know, when I have to say bye to my wife and or something like that, and and I can talk with them in a way that builds trust, and I think it just kind of transfers over. Within the songs, is like you know, I'm and I'm and I'm recognizing like Mr. Josh is the preschool teacher singing songs like so that's that's what that's all it is and um, i've learned to separate my poetic and metaphoric and all that stuff into another part because i i i think that at least right now with these songs this is what the kids um yeah they this is what they they hear
0: yeah absolutely
1: sure but i can listen i can listen to somebody like like the okie dokie brothers and i'm so mesmerized on their songwriting and how great it is because it does have that factor yeah and mr josh might go into that i'm i'm exploring ideas um, of songs that are actually several albums down the road because i got so much content that needs to be recorded and put out but um but right now like for this specific album this is the way it needed to be because i think it's the most effective
0: yeah well there is it i mean again with that kid speak I mean, there's this there's this one particular line in your um in one of your songs i think a good example is i'm so excited where it says I, I i'm so excited i get to go outside i get to see my friends i mean this is literally i mean i think i've actually heard a kid say this like you know 10 15 times but i think that's what makes your album quite you know what what makes it so personal um Going back to the Okie Doki brothers, I mean, yeah, it's it's amazing what they do and their, their, their thought process behind the music is incredible. And I didn't know much about them when I interviewed Jason, but I had to sort of uh, – Justin, sorry – and I had to sort of go through their career and it was really quite beautiful hearing their music for the first time. But then when I listened to yours, I was kind of shocked all of a sudden and I was stunned and I kind of went, actually, you know what? Yeah, this is just wound back for a child to – I guess be easily accessible and you know perhaps there's more to be said about that than what we actually do. Um, With the actual musical style uh, it, it, for me it's kind of in essence pretty similar to the lyrical style. I mean you know you listen it, it's it's pretty raw and um, from my understanding it got recorded in a cupboard. Is, is, is there actual <laughs> truth to that story?
1: That that is the truth. And I'll tell you why, because um, our we, we took one of our bedrooms of our house and we put um, we put a whole like a whole thing that hangs clothes on the wall. So it turned into our closet and um, that's what we used it as. So when it says like um, or cupboard in, in your terminology. Um, but yeah. But, and, but what it did is it soundproofed everything. And I have all the recording equipment and I had to find where am I going to do this. And like, and like, it's, it's where (laughs) I'm talking to you out of right now. And this is where I do all my recording. And, and so, yeah, it, it is true. Um, although it, 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 it's because all the clothes are in here.
0: Sure. Um, doing it in that way, I guess would have made it a very solitary project. I mean, how did you, how did you go doing that? Or in hindsight, do you think, you know, maybe it might've been nice to have someone involved to just sort of bounce, I don't know, ideas off?
1: Well, with, with these songs, um, I knew that the, I, the songs, I wanted them to be the way they were. I didn't want to change. Like they're pretty much exactly how they were when I wrote them in 2013 and, um, I wanted it to be that way. My biggest thing was, okay, I'm going to do all the recording, I'm going to do all the mastering, I'm going to do all the mixing, I'm going to do literally every single aspect myself, do all the artwork. And I think I think the my biggest worry with that was how that was going to be received. And I asked a lot of people. I said like, you know, what did you think of the 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 quality of the recording? What did you think of this? What did you think of that? And I got a thumbs up from pretty much everyone I asked. And and these these are people that would tell me truthfully. And so I'm actually really glad I did it that way. And I will continue to do it that way now because um, I enjoy being able to create and record on my time as opposed to setting up meetings or bringing in an engineer or doing something like that. And um, plus, it didn't cost any money it was it was <laughs> yeah. it was pretty yeah, much totally. free so going back to like uh, like casper baby pants i've learned a lot from him because he does the same thing and and um and so i thought that's really cool that you can literally just go and go into your workshop and just work and create on your own time and produce something that, um, that people enjoy. That's just, it's a really cool feeling.
0: Yeah, and I guess also under that uh, Casper Baby Pants um, kind of umbrella is this idea. I mean, he, he pumps out 15, he's done 15, 16 albums. I mean, he's just doing it independently on his own and just doing it
1: like to tell you why i wanted to be at the front of the line but I ended up at the back of the line
0: it made me feel who sad. were you musically before mr josh because i've heard you talk about in the past about smashing pumpkins and your love for guns and roses which is absolutely commendable yeah um but talking about this album, it's quite funny. You said you sort of shopped around and asked people, um, you know, what was the production like? You know, which is sort of not normally where people go. People would normally be saying, you know does um, does this resonate with children? Is this is <laughs> does this work thing? Whereas you just immediately go the production. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, so I have to ask before this. I mean, what kind of bands were you in? Were you obviously have had experience in that big. Sound studio type department. Otherwise things like that wouldn't be important
1: to you Um, Well, I've done like a lot of I've lived a lot of different lives and musical lives in general, but what I was doing um, Before mr. Josh was actually simultaneously while I was writing mr. Josh songs. I had my band it was called eyes to earth and and we played in Seattle and we were playing around we were actually growing and um, it was kind of like a smashing pumpkins type of sound, type of band, kind of hard rock. Um, and it was cool, but then I realized like, you know, it just, it, the, the lifestyle and the, the, everything that came with it wasn't for me. Like I didn't enjoy, um, going in and playing the game to work my way up, if that makes sense.
0: Uh, yeah, total sense.
1: And, um, plus I was dating my, my wife, um, she was my girlfriend then she's my wife now and the mother of uh, my daughter and um we just uh we just weren't those type of people and i found i found i felt very inauthentic because i was walking into a world that didn't build me up it it actually drained me and you know it i i just it didn't work for me so i i disbanded that and Um, and I took, actually, I took a break for a while and just focused on working, like working a normal job. But, um, you know, I have, but now at this time in my life, I have, um, I have Mr. Josh, which is totally cool and fulfilling. And then I have my, uh, my other stuff that actually I'm working on right now. It hasn't been launched yet or released, but, um, it's, it's kind of going to be, more uh, kind of singer-songwriter with a little bit of um, electric overlay type of music that just really um, just pretty much songs that that I like and, and songs that inspire me and where I'm at now and um, so yeah that's that's kind of where I've been where I'm at now. scary, scary it's okay to be scared Scared is just one. Scary, scary, it's okay to be scared Because nothing is as scary as it seems when they So, coming from
0: that perspective like you mentioned, the um, um, the whole, uh, not Smashing Pumpkins, but that kind of reference, that big sound, I mean, was there something quite liberating for you to kind of strip it right back and, you know, do something <laughs> in your cupboard? <laughs> and you know strip it back to those the, the roots and you know just get back to the simplicity of creating nice songs that you can sing just you and a guitar
1: you know and that's what's so funny because it it was extremely freeing because i like i i got a les paul and i got a bogner amp and i got all that stuff which i love i totally love that stuff but the simplicity of being able to Unzip my guild guitar, acoustic guitar, and just to be able to just make a whole song out of that just one instrument is a very, very special thing to me at this time in my life. Like I've written songs about my daughter that are so beautiful, and I can play them anytime and not have to worry about having a bass or a drummer or keyboardist. I can just, I can pump this song out and it fulfills me. So, yeah, it is very freeing and liberating to be able to strip it down.
0: Often is the case with children's music, you have musicians <clears throat> that become parents and they start writing songs for children because they look around the landscape and sort of feel, you know, I can contribute to that. Mm-hmm. You, however, coming from the other side of that, you were writing songs first. You're a teacher, you're writing for your students, and then you've become a parent. I wonder, since becoming a parent, do you think it's changed the way you look at the music you're making or do you think it's informed your musicianship differently, um, particularly for what you're working on now or what you plan to work on further in the future?
1: Um, You know, I think... Personally, I think being a parent changes everything, and I think it doesn't matter what it is; you're gonna see it differently. So when it comes to like songwriting, like I I write there's songs that I have that I can't decide if I want to put them on Mr. Josh or if I want to put them on my um my adult music that yeah. are about my daughter because it's
0: that's interesting, isn't it's it? It's
1: just it's it's just. It's just what's in my heart, you know, and um, and it's it's I don't know. It, it unlocks something in you like like I look at my daughter and I see the the genuine love that she has and that type of love makes me feel a certain way and makes me pick up the guitar and play a certain type of song. Does that make sense?
0: Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, completely.
1: Yeah. So and it was the same with my wife, you know, when I met my when I met my wife, there was a whole new flood of songs that came out because of that love that i was feeling for her
0: yeah yeah, sure your live shows um again i've seen some footage of your live shows and and i I see aspects of them that i think only a teacher could potentially do or sustain and as and of the things i've seen of you online you, there's often you sitting quite low with a a guitar, kind of. <laughs> I could only sort of describe as sort of being donutted by kids, <laughs> and and it's very intimate. I mean, I, I do ask, what what does a Mister Josh show? What, you know, what does it do? What do you hope to achieve? What what can a viewer expect?
1: Um, well, my biggest thing is what I found is is um, for the past several years, I've pretty much played a children's show every single Friday because the school that I've sure. worked at, um, that's part of the deal with me being a, a teacher there is that I provide music for a celebration on Friday. And um, what I look for is in, in those shows or any any show outside of the school is I want the kids, I want to see their eyes light up. And I want to I strike a chord with them. And it's funny because... Um, it's easier to do it with kids that have heard my songs, like at the school, it's kids that know these songs and, and they'll, they'll know what's coming and they'll erupt. Does it, does that make sense? And, yeah, absolutely. Um, and when they, what I, what I hope to see is there's a, there's a feeling that comes, there's a feeling of fun. There's a feeling of laughter. There's a feeling of um, kids being able to be wild and get out all that energy, you know? And, um, when they start bouncing, when they start dancing and, and when you see the young ones really start doing it and they're, they they do not even know what their body's doing, <laughs> then, you know, you're onto something, you know, you got a good show happening when that's happening.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, going back to that idea of the flexibility of your songs to incorporate, you know the, the the children's ideas is that something that goes through into your live show as well I mean are they flexible in the same manner allowing the ch- children to respond and dictate the show
1: absolutely it's very 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 loose and I will change I will change lyrics on the spot and I like doing that I like I like making a kid feel special So if a kid's really getting into it and I can, and I can, if I know them and I can say their name or even just what, like anything that makes, makes them know that I'm talking about them and they stop and they get that big smile on their face. Like that's what it's all about. I mean, and I, and I've actually kind of come to realization over, over something, which is, um, it's not about so much the music it's about it's about the children and how you affect them and i'm just using a tool which is music to to influence the children or connect with them just as i use preschool teaching as a tool to influence and connect with them and um and that's i think what goes goes back to what you were saying about only a teacher could could do it like this because i i see the kids and my work with kids as a whole and I was and I was and I'm starting to recognize that more. Like, for example, if I'm in preschool teacher mode and that's what I'm doing, if if I need to pull out my tool of my songs, then I will do that and it will change the, the room if a child's having a hard time. Because music is is that universal language that I like I have a I have a I have I have a student that only speaks a uh, different language in my classroom. So we, we don't have that that uh one-on-one conversation but i can pull out the guitar and that's that student is just bouncing around going crazy like the like going the craziest out of all the kids and she doesn't even know what i'm saying but it's (laughs) it's a feeling that that is that produces within the room
0: yeah well look i think i think that's the whole vibe of the album i mean i think the whole album in in a in a as a piece of work, lends to that kind of response. Um, Look, Mr. Josh, thank you very much for your time today and and, um, having a chat. I appreciate you reaching out. Um, Just before we go, though, I've just got a quick question. Talk me through Happy Face.
1: Here we go. If Mr. Josh is feeling happy, he has a happy face. If Mr. Josh is feeling happy, he has a happy face. Ha, 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 a happy, happy face.
0: Because it's obviously quite a big departure from everything else on the album, but when I heard it, like, it literally just sounds like you grabbed everyone and went, quick, quick, I've got an idea, quick, just everyone in the cupboard, quick, quick. (laughs) um and like it's great, like don't get me wrong, but it's such a big departure from everything else on the album. not that everything on the album is necessarily calculated, but there's a backbone through it yeah and, and this, this just kind of what what was going on
1: yeah and it, you you picked it up right because and the funny thing with that song is that was a song that i that um that was from another song that morphed into what it is now. So it was influenced by another song, um, but but I would sing it within over the years, and it's kind of just morphed into this this new thing. And I was looking at the album right before I was just about to wrap it up. I'm like I'm like oh man to my wife. I'm like I don't we, I don't have a song about the, like the most obvious feeling, which is happy. And I said okay, okay, hun, we got to get into the cupboard and we got to do this really quick. And we, and it's exactly that. I'm like okay, I'm gonna hit record. You just clap along with me. And that's what was so funny is I was explaining to her what to do. Like if you hear the talking in the beginning and the the end, I'm like, I'm like, all right, just have fun with it. We're we're not going to think too much about this. And we're clapping. And she was being so hilarious (laughs) when we were doing that. And I, I couldn't like, we had to do it several times because she, she was being so funny. And, and I wanted that to come through. I wanted it to be exactly how you picked it up, which is like, yeah, this is literally just Josh and his family having fun, being silly. Yeah. And singing a happy song,
0: yeah, absolutely. And look, it's reachable. I mean, I think that's the thing about you know the the, the whole concept, the songs, the, the what I see of the live shows is it's it's reachable and it's got that teacher aspect where it's respectful and honest um, and knowledgeable towards children. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then after <laughs> hearing hearing happy face, you know it. It's just another extension of that. I mean, a child will find that funny. Um, all right, Mr. Josh or Josh Turner, thank you so much for your time today and thanks for uh chatting to us. And, you know, good luck with the next bit. We wait with bated breath for for number two. And um, judging by friendship, uh sounds like it might be a little bit different. So yeah.
1: Absolutely. And just just one quick thing, I'll let you know that um i was just discussing with my wife this morning there there is so much more content coming out and some of the the next one will be more familiar but after that it might it might morph a little bit and that goes off of um what we were talking about with like having a daughter and songwriting and maybe maybe it will get a little bit more deep but for right now it's it's uh crazy, silly, Mr. Josh. And, um, and yeah, so thank you for being excited about what's to come and thank you so much for talking with me, Benny.
0: Oh, absolutely. My pleasure, Josh. Thank you very much for uh, reaching out and, um, yeah, we'll talk soon.
1: Okay. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.
0: If you'd like to know more about Mr. Josh, then head along to his website at joshuaturnermusic.com backslash Mr. Josh. And for more Parent Time goodness, visit www.bennytime.com. Thanks for listening to me, Benny, asking people questions.